Share to the Plot Scripture. I'm Jordan Shambly, joined by Wesley Wildman and Cedra Sarton. And I believe, now you might have to fact check me on this, but I believe this is episode 70, 70. of Share so. Truth the Plot Scripture. Watch us go back and check, and I'm like, no. And it's probably going to be at 50 or something. No, I think it, I really, I really think, think it it's episode 70. So this is, I don't know, that's like a nice round number that I thought I'd mentioned as some sort of milestone. I am glad you did, because I had no <laughs> idea. If you were to ask me, I wouldn't have no reference to begin with. I've already have forgotten where we were on right, that, yeah. so I appreciate you well, bringing up to our yeah, members. Yeah. Yeah. So for for this, I think it's a, it's a, a good thing to, to mention that. It's kind of as a milestone, but also to go back to basics with this episode. Yep. Um, one of What we're going to be talking about today is the Bible. Um, our, our, the title of our uh, radio program podcast here is Share Truth Plus Scripture. So this is what really we're going back to the roots of that in this episode. What is the Bible? What is the anatomy of the Bible? Kind mm-hmm. of the basics of the Word of God. Um, based on a lot of what, what you've been talking about with us in some previous meetings, uh, Wesley, um, you've, you're going through this book, uh, Clarifying the Bible by Mitch uh, Ma- uh, Meyer. Is that yeah. how you say his word? Mitch Meyer. Yeah. How, uh, yeah. And... Um, this is something you've been going through uh, for a Sunday school class um, mm-hmm. at your at your church, and uh, we thought that it would be good to kind of take some elements of what's being discussed in this um, in that resource and and apply it to our our show here. So, um, really, we're going to open it up, Wesley. I think with yeah. you and uh, just kind of intro intro the the topic for us. Sure. So the reason we got to this particular. Um, radio program in this show and what we want to talk about today is because um as christians we have a, a what we think to be an understanding of christianity yeah. mm-hmm. and a lot of it uh, may stem from things that we learned in sunday school mm-hmm. may th- stem from things we learned from pastors that we listen to in podcast or radio and so we're gro- we're constantly as christians we're growing in our worldview we're growing uh, to know god more and right. to deeper and also to learn and understand the, thing, the aspects about Christianity deeper and more. So in, the, in this pursuit, most of us, then we get through seasons in and out where we're, we're more passionate about that than, we, than other times. And we're learning more than other times. Mm-hmm. But all in all, what I realize, is, though, is that it's so easy to get away from the fundamentals or forget the foundations right? Uh, in, in, all, yeah. in all aspects of Christianity. So what we know to be true comes from the Scriptures, comes from the Bible. And if that's true, which we believe it is, then I believe that the basics and the fundamentals and, the, like you said, the anatomy of Scripture should always be something that's easy to access in our minds. We should be, be able to easily get there because that's the, the, the foundations. Right, yeah. So with that being said, uh, this book um, is actually more like a catechism. It asks you questions or it gives you statements that you fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And with, this, uh, with these statements... It helps you simplify or clarify the whole book, the whole Bible. Yeah. The, the one book make up, made up of 66 <clears throat> individual books. It helps simplify it to a way that we can um, 
uh, I don't clarify. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to say it other yeah, exactly. than clarify yeah. the Bible. And so what this book does, it gives you 20 statements, fill in the blanks. <clears throat> we want, we want, we won't treat this radio program right. like a classroom setting. Oh, good. Because, yeah, yeah, we won't do that. Uh, but the book is designed to be like a classroom book right, yeah. where you fill in the blanks. Yeah. And well, so good. we'll start with the beginning. And um, in this book, the, one, the first things that we are reminded about as Christians is that the Bible is inspired, the Bible is inerrant, and the Bible is authoritative. And the reason that's so important is because the Bible defends itself. I remember the first couple of times that uh, I, I read this and then I looked up the references of scripture that goes to make that point. I think about Second Peter chapter 1, verses 20 through 21, that says, for, all, for we know this, that all scripture is, no, sorry, that's Second Timothy. Second Peter says mm-hmm. this, but know this first of all, that no prophecy of scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation, mm-hmm. for no prophecy was ever made by the act of human will, but people or men who were moved along by the Holy Spirit wrote down what God wow. had them to do, yeah. so, or have them to write down. So the fact that we don't have to speculate or have, we don't have to, I don't know, um, be intimidated when we are asked a question, well, didn't men write the book? Mm-hmm. Right, men yeah. are flawed, you know, men have, you know, for, you know, have issues, you know, we're sinful people, you know, they wrote the book. Well, the scripture clearly says that this was an act of inspiration by the Holy Spirit as wow, men yeah. are moved along, so and that's and I and I, I can't I can't help but think that's a super comforting um, a doctrine. There is the the uh, the the divine origins of Scripture, and that these aren't just words of men kind of taking their best shot at what truth is. Yes, um, but that we have something very readily accept, um, accessible to us, especially in this country, mm-hmm. um, that is ultimate truth. Um, and ultimately the only thing that exists here that won't pass away. And the, that's, that's right. the word of God. And we don't need to take that lightly and we don't need to uh, take that for granted either. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many people around the world who do not have this um, as readily available as we do. Right. So it's that's all the more reason for us to really take advantage of that and to be very well acquainted with our Bibles, mm-hmm. the ones yeah. that we the the ones we own. Yeah. Um, I think all three of us are we're raised in church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was in Sunday school as a kid. Uh, I, in fact, in my public school education, we had a a Bible class. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we went to once a week. Which I guess parents could opt out, mm-hmm. opt yeah. their child out of that if they preferred, but it was available. And um, so, like, there, I guess maybe I've taken it for granted. Yeah. Uh, and so it wasn't until I was in high school uh, that I had a friend who whose family joined our church, and she was in the youth group, and she would ask all kinds of questions, just like with this childlike mm-hmm. yeah. curiosity. But in, I kept thinking, you yeah. you don't know that. Yeah. And so that's kind of yeah. where uh, I guess the inspiration for this study is for, you know, because, you know, there are more and more people coming right. to the church yeah. that are not, who do, who have not learned these things. Mm-hmm. And and w- the further we get along this, we'll get it, we'll get to many as we can, and then we'll give you the link for the sure. rest. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, the further we get along this, too, the more you'll you'll come across one or two that you go, hey, wait, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, you <laughs> exactly. just assume yeah, you knew yeah. that, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or B, it could just be a reminder mm-hmm. and something that we forgot about. Yeah. So um, let's continue here. So yeah. we've got the inspiration of Scripture. And I, I, I'll, I halfway quoted another portion that uh, re- that reiterates that, and I'll I'll finish it. That Second Timothy mm-hmm. three sixteen it says all scriptures God breathed 
and is profitable for teaching, for reproof and correction and Mm -hmm. training in righteousness. So we get that. The inerrancy, we'll move on. The inerrancy of the Bible is very important for us to know. Uh, A reference there is Psalm 12. It says, The words of the Lord are pure Mm. as silver tried and furnished seven times. Uh, There's many other references, but the purpose for us is to understand that the Bible is inspired by God. It's inerrant. And then last but not least, it's authoritative. And the authority of God's Word is very important for us because uh, as Christians, we know, we understand and we know that uh, all men will, uh, that God, well, we know that God has communicated absolute truths mm-hmm. to mankind and that all men are subject to God's authority at yeah. all times. Now, whether they submit to God and His authority is another thing, yeah. Yeah. another discussion, hmm. but we know that God is the ultimate authority in His Word, yeah. and, and He is manifested in His Word, yeah. and that's how we get a lot of our uh, moral compasses. And it, it's that that's really good to understand these days when people are walking around and I kind of always laugh when I hear this, but people talking about speaking their truth or yeah. please speak your truth. Yeah, yeah. And as if there's multiple truths <laughs> to speak from when really, I think they mean experience and, I, sure, and that's, sure. and that's legitimate. Sure. I mean, that has value, but don't, I mean, truth is objective and we know this because the Bible says the Bible's authoritative, yeah. you know, it carries the authority of God himself when the, what the Bible says, God says, yeah. Um, and that's something for the Christian. We need to re- realize that not to rely on what our own experiences of you know life are, but to always go back to the scripture and say, well, what is th- this has the last say, no matter how I'm feeling about something, the Bible, the words of the Bible have the last say in yeah. this matter. And that you can't, you can't just pick and choose scripture to fit around how you want y- your life. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to mold your life yeah. to the scripture. Yeah. And, well, yeah. uh, and because of these three points, I think these are some of the biggest, most attacked points yeah. of it, that we that we as Christians deal with. Well, yeah. People who don't want to submit to Scripture, mm-hmm. um, so they attack these points. And mm-hmm. like you said earlier, bringing up the fact that it is written by men, mm-hmm. people can't seem to get over that. And like men are faulty, and like yeah, well, yeah. these men needed to be. The, sure. the, so there's no way we can say they did they did this of their own right. power. That's a good point. They're not yeah. the they're not the ones yeah. with the with the power and the greatness here. It's all God. Yeah. That's and true. that's the yeah. scarlet uh line <laughs> of the scarlet thread in the old testament mm-hmm. is pointing to the need for Jesus. Yeah. Uh another thing that you pointed out that's interesting is that that um that if God's a final authority and he's the one that um has said these things to be true that's another comfort for us mm-hmm. for yeah. that we can say in, with uh, with a attitude of compassion and humility that these some of these things are difficult, but God is the answer, mm-hmm. and and Jesus is our Savior, and mm-hmm. we can point to the to the fact that bi- that the Bible or God's Word says these things, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to being scared or embarrassed as if. There are truths, mm-hmm. and we're embarrassed because we came up with this idea. Yeah, yeah. you know, and so I just I, I, we see that a lot mm-hmm. in our uh, amongst uh, young adults, and even some uh, out on either side of the age range. That's where Christians uh, are embarrassed, or mm. or don't want to necessarily say, "Well, yeah, I guess God did say that," or He didn't really mean that. You know, yeah. We don't wow. have to apologize. Yeah. You know, we can just <laughs> say at the end of the day, I understand. Okay, that's either a there's some there's some responses here. A that that may be a little bit confusing. You know, I'm not quite sure how to answer that, but I can get back with you. Or B, yeah, that's what it says, and it's just a hard truth. But 
those are God's words, yeah. and we need to abide by them. And and, and I I've, I have felt that in. I, I want to. I don't want to say sure, embarrassment, you but you know what I mean. Like that hesitancy to say to, or to speak out even about right. what God says, mm-hmm. um, because of whatever reaction you sure. might get, or even a hard truth that you, mm-hmm. I didn't want to face myself. Sure. Um, but there's a comfort there in 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 kind of zooming out a little bit and stop looking at that one particular situation. But think of this from an eternal perspective. Right. Like what we're experiencing right now in these situations where it's hard to apply the word of God, or mm-hmm. maybe in some cases embarrassing even. Right. I mean, God help us if that's the case. But this context is going to pass away pretty quickly Absolutely. relative to eternity. I mean, there will be a day, an, a physical day, when we physically are there and we Make, might look back on this and think, oh, how silly we were yeah. to, ev- to even be concerned about what people thought well, about us because of what God said. Right. And, and, and because thankfully one day um, we will be fully, you know, saved and fully uh, sanctified and glorified. And, our, and that includes our minds and our understanding and our eyes will be open to all these things. And mm-hmm. we will see how well it works together and the wisdom behind it and it would be embarrassing to think otherwise ah, yeah. absolutely so yeah. it, that's a comfort to have too mm-hmm. to have an internal mindset about these things yeah. and these are god's word like Cedar <clears throat> say we're supposed to build our lives around god's word and we're just a messenger yeah <laughs> now we need to make sure that we're in prayer and that when we mm-hmm. communicate god's word we do so with compassion and love yeah and the fruits of the spirit Right. Those are those are obvious. They're easy to forget sometimes, but those are the obvious things. So, yeah. you need to remember those things. I How, will, yeah, I will say on the number one for yeah. anybody who is looking for another resource, mm-hmm. uh, there's actually one available. So if you go to um, thegodwhospeaks.org, mm, yeah. there yeah. is a documentary that our team here at AFA, the uh, American Family Studios, they put together, and it is all on the authority of God's word. Um, and they didn't just go in they went and they they searched out a lot of people who have studied yeah and and compiled uh interviews into this one documentary just all on yeah. that and they say they say it much better than i can but well, there's well i was gonna say uh, <laughs> what we just discussed what we did was we just took a pen on the on the on the surface and just scratched it yeah. a little bit. Yeah. What they what they do in this documentary mm-hmm. is they go uh, as deep as you want to go. Oh yeah. And they give you all the re- cliff notes, resources, Absolutely. and everything. And it, even if you don't write anything down, just to hear the information is a reassurance uh, that we have yeah. the final word of God, and we have the we have the inspired word of God, and we have the inerrancy mm-hmm. of God. Of, of the word of God. Uh, what was that? Uh, the God who speaks dot org. Mm-hmm. God who speaks dot org. Yeah. And they have, um, not only is it the documentary, but if you watch the documentary and decide that you want to continue a study, there's an eight week mm-hmm. Bible school program awesome. yeah. that you can also get. And it, it is great. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, second statement. They go through 20 here. There's a, there's eight that has to do with the New Testament, three or four that have to do, mm-hmm. or sorry, three or four that have to do with the, the Bible as a whole, five or six that have to do with the Old Testament, and then the same mm-hmm. amount that have to do with the New Testament. Right. So we know this, that the Bible's made up of one, is one book that's made up of 66 individual books, but did you know that there was over 40 different authors mm-hmm. that wrote mm-hmm. the Bible over a 1,500-year um, period? That's so crazy. think about yeah. that for a second. Those that are listening, <coughs> the Bible was written by 40 different authors over a 1500 period, yet it has the same message from the beginning to the end. Yeah. And that's that Jesus is coming, he's our Savior, and that uh, 
hmm. all men can be saved if they repent and trust in him yeah, yeah. that's that's the that's the that's the message mm-hmm. the gospel is the message of the entire book of the bible yeah from genesis to revelation could you, all right we're, here's a test for y'all for this all right, for this you. program are y'all ready <laughs> all right can y'all name uh, a couple or w- at least one of the occupations of some of the authors mm, yep yeah. uh i think wasn't amos a shepherd Amos was a fig picker. Uh, then I it's fail. close. Okay. Oh, was assume everybody. Everybody in the Bible is either a fisherman a shepherd, or a shepherd. shepherd yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, that was you know a good guess. Mean. We'll circle back to you. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, I believed in you. Uh, um, yeah. Think about you the New Testament. What was yeah. Peter? Well, I mean, like, you, you got me, but you know you got fishermen, there tax you go. collectors, yeah. There you go. things yeah. like that, yeah. shepherds. Yeah, David was a shepherd. Yeah, there are shepherds. Yeah, yeah. I was right. I just had it wrong. <laughs> yes, you said, I was right. I just had it wrong. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. man, uh, Nehemiah wasn't he like a um, he was the cutbearer for the king, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And yeah. then he became a master architect, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right, of. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I, I joked in here and said Matthew was a tax collector, or AKA he works for the IRS. He worked for the, the ancient IRS, <laughs> yeah, right. and they were just as bad. Ah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. I'm, I'm grateful to our government yeah, for taking right. care of us. Well, that's a podcast for another time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just depends on what what season of history, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke was a medical doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And uh-huh. um, Solomon was a king. Amos was a fig picker. Moses was a political statesman. So mm-hmm. he was a he was a leader for his country. Right. Yes. Uh, or for his nation. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got a lot of different ones. You yeah. mentioned Peter being a fisherman. Paul was a theologian. And that's interesting. Yeah. Paul Paul was an interesting case because he was so highly educated. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at the same time, for a living, he made tents. Right. And to me, those two things go to, he's such a cool character yeah. anyway, but the fact that he was such a well-rounded person otherwise, you know, That's like right. just a And then very, you, and you think so about it, too. I'm like, this is not, you, you look in scripture and it's uh-huh. not, it's a, it's this real life history of mm-hmm. people who actually live. Yeah. So these are real people right. and this is really their story. Yeah. yeah. Well, that goes on to, well, yeah. go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, too. It's I mean, a good episode. I just, yeah. This is kind of just getting my mind going. Like, it, it's cool, too. I've heard many people say that if you look at the differences between somebody like John and somebody like Luke and the, the way they wrote, or even mm. Peter and, or Mark, mm-hmm. you can see those varying levels of education that they had. That's right. Luke being a, a doctor who had training and was had classical education. And then John being a simple fisherman who didn't really have much education. Yeah. Um, and you can see those things. So it, it gives really a human element to the word of God. Absolutely. And, and in a way that's fascinating to me. Yeah. Which is why, uh, as uh, Cedra mentioned, the different moods and personalities and situations mm-hmm. that were faced because <clears throat> David most of the time wrote from wrote the Psalms from the depths of the sorrows as mm-hmm. he fled for his life. Yeah. yeah. While <laughs> Solomon wrote most of his writings from a kingly palace. Right, yeah. And then, of course, mm-hmm. so Paul wrote a lot of his perspectives from the understanding of being persecuted. Yeah. Yes. So wow. you got different understandings, perspectives, and times of history, mm-hmm. which helps us uh, just, uh, like you said, bring out the the genuineness, mm-hmm. the authenticity, the, um, wait a minute, these are ordinary. Yeah. Well, it's like it says in the New Testament. It says that there was ordin- they were ordinary men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That changed the world and turned the world upside down. Yeah, everything from a king yeah. down to a fisherman. And, and, the, and when you have little statements for in, in some of Paul's letters, when he says, "Hey, by the way, when you when you come here, bring my cloak." Yeah, and it's just like oh, th- these are real people. Yeah, you know, they, exactly. they need to have cloaks and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> and that's the point. Yeah, that's the point that's that's made here in the second yeah. in the second uh, statement uh, that helps us understand 
the um, how the Bible is approachable. It's and it, and these are like it, like Jesus says in the New Testament. That he's a um, high priest that's not unable to sympathize right, with yeah. but understands and and experience things like we have yet without sin. So mm. um, yeah, well, that's one. Uh, and then uh, statement number three it says the Bible is sixty six books. We already mentioned it's broken up. Uh, into two testaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many books are in the Old Testament? Do we know? Oh uh, yeah, um, thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Okay. Yeah, and the New Testament has twenty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. So for those <laughs> who are listening, that's something. I to, actually wrote it down, but like I remember, I actually took, you know, like I said, sure. all these classes yeah. in school that it were available to me. So. Caesar was like, I know it, know it. What? Pick on me. Pick me. <laughs> yeah. Pick me. Pick me. I know it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't exactly. even have any candy to give out. So I, oh, that's man. okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> Well, some of the um, I mentioned earlier about the scarlet thread to the Old Testament. Yeah. The big picture of the Bible can also be understood in five Christ-centered divisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Genesis through Malachi. If you think about it, it's mm-hmm. the anticipation of Jesus I mentioned earlier, and then the Gospels is the manifestation of Jesus. In the Gospels, we see the life, we see the birth, life, the teachings, yeah. the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus throughout the entire uh, Gospels. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's what we see. So we see the manifestation of what was anticipated in mm-hmm. the Old Testament. And then the proclamation in the book of Acts. That's mm-hmm. one of the books among a few other ones that I'm very least familiar with oh, as man. far as the history <laughs> yeah. there. And the fact that it, you know, it gives you a great timeline yeah. of the proclamation of when Jesus was uh Proclaimed yeah. after he ascended into heaven. Mm-hmm. Acts is a fascinating book. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one one of the books. Um, I don't know. I gravitate towards that one plus Psalms and a couple of other you sure. know, like Romans and stuff. But Acts is so fascinating because it's a sequel to Luke. Right. You know, I mean, you can read those two things side by side. And um, in, in the beginning of Luke, I think in the beginning of Luke, he talk, he's talking to Theophilus. He's writing this to Theophilus so he knows what happened. Sure. And then in, the, and in Acts, he says... And again, Theophilus, this is a part two of the story yeah. and what happened. And so you can have an understanding and just that perspective on sure. how that, that the story flows directly from the gospels into, okay, now the power of the Holy Spirit has come. The, the apostles are going out proclaiming the Gentiles are being brought in and they have no idea what to do with that at first. Right. And, and it's, and it's really cool to see that tension and then how God real in his sovereignty really brings peace to his people in the middle of persecution and brings them together. And, and then Paul comes into the scene and just everything just kind of explodes from that point. It's a fascinating book and just so full of, I think just energy and, and just how it just takes what the gospel set up and just knocks it out of the park in a way. Yeah. It's rich in, it's rich in history. It gives a lot of uh, examples of how once he ascended into heaven, how, the disciples and people reacted right. mm-hmm. and how many people got saved and they were added to the church daily right says there so you, and then uh one of our favorite uh, points of discussion off the radio and just as we're talking i know especially you and i jordan but even cedra mm-hmm. is the epistles yeah <laughs> uh that's just real rich in theology mm-hmm. and doctrine and it's very helpful in us understanding who god is you know why we exist yeah uh, how we can glorify god yeah how we can love others um, yeah, gives us a lot of guidelines. So. The epistles really are the how of Christianity. Yeah, the in explanation, a lot of ways. the how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it it's invaluable, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. something we see here in scripture, uh, and then as you know, even as a small child, and then others as non-believers look at it, and scripture looks like, and then Matthew, Jesus appeared on the scene. I'm like, yeah. no, mm-hmm. no. You go back and you look in the Old Testament. That's he was right. always there. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I've actually talked to people, yeah. and they're like. 
and and like no jesus was mentioned way before then he's like all through scripture he's he's there yeah and that's just something that sometimes people can't see i guess that goes back to even the jews back then couldn't see it yeah you know how jesus was always there in there in there they had faith many of them had had faith i mean you can see that in in hebrews yeah Mm -hmm. but it's so apparent and obvious Mm -hmm. to i guess to us you know you see Mm -hmm. things i'm I'm not saying i don't ever miss things because i do but well, and, and I think this is really important to understand too, because I think there's an under there's a there's a misunderstanding out there, unfortunately, that you know you had the Garden of Eden, the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve sinned, and God's like, ah, well, here's the the, the here's Israel, and here's the Jews, and here's the law, and then they fail, and God's like, oh, okay, Plan C, here's Jesus. That's just not how it happened. Right no. from from the before Adam and Eve, yeah. before the universe was created. God has always intended to send Jesus Christ. Yeah. That is that was plan A from the beginning. There was yeah. no other plan. And in in testament to God's sovereignty, mm. it succeeded. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to see the explanation mm-hmm. in, of Jesus mm-hmm. and what he and what he came to do in Romans through Jude. Right. And then last but not least in the book of Revelation which it's another uh, one of a few books that I'm just very, mm. uh, just really struggled to. Yeah, to, yeah. it's a struggle. But well, it's a struggle because the other ones, like I said, I'm a, I'm a tell me what to do kind of guy. And so the, the epistles, the explanation, tell me what kind of, you know, kind of tell me what to do. And so I struggle with Revelation. However, it is a consummation because mm-hmm. it's the book of Revelation communicates or consummates all the history of right. Jesus. Uh, the Lord Jesus will return, the wicked will be judged, and the righteous will be blessed forever. That's and that's yeah. kind of the paraphrase yeah. of Revelation, which concludes the the mm-hmm. quick overview of yeah. how you can summarize the books or, 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 or uh, chapters or mm-hmm. sections in the Bible to help you understand, to get a better better understanding. What, what's helped me, just as we have like one minute left, what's helped me with Revelation, I think, um, is the very beginning of the book states this is the revelation of jesus christ mm-hmm. this is not i mean while it does speak on this it's not the revelation of the end times it's right. the revelation of jesus christ that's right primarily and so reading it in that context and with that point. view point. really helps kind of cut through some of the confusion and trying to do math and decide who the antichrist is right um, exactly the, the important thing is when you read the book of revelation find out who jesus yeah. is mm. in, in the book of revelation and if you can't figure anything else out that's okay you'll it'll happen yeah, anyway. Sure. <laughs> so oh. Yeah, well, anyway. And these these basics mm-hmm. and are very important. Mm-hmm. And I, I know recently <coughs> one thing, my mom uh, checked in with me and she's like, do you want to come get this stuff of yours out of my house? <laughs> and one of the things that I pulled out was a scripture memory plaque yeah, from when I was good. very mm-hmm. young. And the, the thing that I think when I see that is, okay, this is great, but where have I gone from there? Where right. have I, have, have I grown from yeah. there? From that point so you got the basics and once mm-hmm. you do that you got to keep going yeah and that's what we hope you do here and share truth apply scripture it's in our name and re- that's in our hearts for you to continue to do and for us as well so thank you for listening to this episode and we hope to see you next week for the next episode